folks, and welcome to our dysfunctional family. I'm Missy Mouse. And I'm Peter. And we're here today to talk to you about one of our favorite things, movies. But first, we really want to thank our listeners and our followers. We made it to 500 followers on Instagram this past week. We actually just did our first giveaway, so make sure to keep checking us out on there at our dysfunctional fam for Instagram. Um, you can also find our podcast on iTunes and Google Play. You can follow us on Facebook at Our Dysfunctional Family. And we also put the link usually to the podcast on the Facebook too. Yes. So for those who, we know that some are, you know, it's tech savvy, like um, my parents. Love you guys. But so we want to <laughs> give everybody the opportunity to listen. So we don't want you to have to go through um, iTunes or the Google Play Store. So we do share our Buzzsprout feed straight through the Facebook. So if you just want to listen that way, that's totally fine. And there's also the link on the Instagram, too, in our bio. Yep. And if you follow us on Instagram, you can get the link straight to our iTunes account, straight from our bio. Um, If you have any questions or comments or ideas for um, episodes, feel free to email us at email at ourdysfunctionalfamily.com. Anything else for that? Nope. That's it. Uh, Thanks to everybody for the followers. I know. That was a big milestone. We're going to keep plugging it. There's definitely going to be some more giveaways. We just got uh, got our shirts in. Yeah, we got so, some merch. And uh, we're going to be giving those away. So, Yeah, keep watching. If you want to buy shirts, I mean, you can do that too. But we're going to keep giving them away. So, Well, we did talk about doing like a customizing the last names. with uh, like their, Yeah, like, so our shirts on the front say our dysfunctional family. And a lot of people who weren't even listeners were like, oh, my gosh, that's so true. Our family is dysfunctional. And I was like, oh, yeah, we can personalize it for you with your last your yeah. family's last name on the back. And people that weren't even listeners were like, oh. Ooh, that's a really cool idea. I like that shirt. So, so if anyone's got any got an idea, we can be, definitely personalize. Send us an email or send us a personal message on Facebook, and we'll see what we can do. But anyway, we're not here to get your money. We're just here to talk about our stuff. All right. So today, our goal is to tell you guys about what movies we think you should watch before your trip to Walt Disney World. So we're gonna go park by park and talk about it. But here's the thing: we know. That we've got a wide variety of listeners. We've got listeners who go to the parks all the time. Veterans. Yep, we call them veterans in this episode. Um, who've probably seen all the movies that are pretty obvious. You know, the ones that have rides themed after them. Or maybe ones that like are classic rides or things like that. And then we know that we've also got listeners who maybe have been to the parks once. Or maybe don't really watch the movies. Maybe don't really know a lot about Disney in general. Or, so they're, that's... or they're getting ready to go for the first time. Exactly. Yep. Or they're getting excited about it. They're becoming Disney fans. Yep. So either way, we want to give you guys something to go off of. We want to give you something to get you pumped up for your trip, a way to get prepared. So here we go. Let's take it away. We're going to start with Magic Kingdom today. Lights, camera, action. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Let's start with first timers Um, at Magic Kingdom. I think one of the ones that we put is the same. If you're a first timer at the Magic Kingdom, personally, the first thing you see when you come in, what is it? The castle. Yes. Well, the train station first. Well, yeah, but I'm saying when you walk through those. That's for the veterans. (laughs) When you walk through those gates and you come around the corner under the tunnel and you see down Main Street USA, what is the first thing you focus on? Cinderella Castle. Cinderella Castle. Now, every family is going to go in front of Cinderella Castle and take their cute family picture with your matching T-shirts. But if you've never seen Cinderella, I got to call you a hypocrite. For that. If you're going to be posting your pictures on Facebook yeah. in front of Cinderella Castle. That's your pet peeve. I know it is. <laughs> you got to at least see the movie. I don't care if you like it. I don't care if you hate it. Yes. Just watch the movie. Appreciate the castle for what it is. Think about the storyline when you're watching it. Prince Charming named his castle after his beautiful wife, Cinderella. 
you got to you got to love it for what it is. That movie came out in February 15th, 1950. 1950. 50. And guess what? When you watch it now, it's not like outdated or it's just a good classic cartoon. Do you know what one what like what number it is? Like what like in animated group? movies? Yeah, like the uh Disney animated This is feature, like a this is a backwards film. thing here. Hold on. Are you asking me a trivia I question? I am asking you this. <laughs> I am asking you. Let's see if you know. I would guess like well, you know number one, obviously. Yeah, but number one is Snow White. Yes. But I know there's a few. I would guess like seven, eight. Wrong. Way wrong. Oh, what is 12. it? Twelve. Ooh. Twelfth one. Wow. Yep. All those package films are in there. Yep. <laughs> All right. So first timer going to the parks. Number one movie I think you need to watch is Cinderella. I think for Cinderella, you're spot on with that. Also, Cinderella is part of the Fantasyland back in back in the park there. That whole area. It's considered to be part of fantasy, fantasy land. True, and I so mean, I feel like you have meet and greets with Cinderella. Yeah. You got Prince Charming's Regal Bippity Carousel. Boppity boutique. You get yep. all that back there. If you do not watch Cinderella, there's quite a bit. Not of stuff. just not just taking the picture in front, but also the whole fantasy land back there. I mean, also there's Beast's Castle, mm-hmm. that Belle's Castle. Well, I mean, I, if we're what? just going to talk about every single movie incorporated into the park, we're going to be here for hours. hours but so. so this is just our mainstay one that you need to watch for sure. Yes. Agreed. So that was our first timer. You don't think your other one's first timer? Or you think that's better too? I mean, it could be a first timer. I guess the uh, Pirates of the Caribbean could be a first timer. If you, yeah, I guess it is. If you've never been to the park or you've been to the park once and you've never really watched the movies of Pirates of the Caribbean, any of the films, you might not really get who Jack Sparrow is, and you may not really get why he's why like he's, hiding. Why he's hiding? So like the whole, obviously, this ride or this movie, these movies were based off the ride. Well, not obviously. I don't know if people knew that. The, I, mean, I mean, for us, obviously. Sorry, veterans. Sorry. For veteran people, you might, <laughs> you might realize that the that. ride's been out much longer yes. than the movie franchise. The movie franchise of Pirates of the Caribbean actually yep. came out because of the ride, yep. because the rides were so popular. Yep. But we've talked about this extensively, Sam and yes. I, actually. See, like, for me, I, going on this ride makes you feel like you're in the movie. For me, it is. It's, and for me, I'm like, well, what do you mean it feels like you're in the movie? The movie wasn't based off the ride. The ride's not even based no, off the No, but I feel like I could be in another movie that that's coming out or that's a story just about Jack Sparrow that maybe no one knows about. Yeah, or I just, Or just a, another pirate tale, mm-hmm. you know. He's getting chased around, and if you do not know who Jack Sparrow is, like obviously you've never seen the movies if you're a first-time goer, you should watch at least the first one, Curse, Curse of the, the Black, Black Pearl. Pearl. You should watch that one. And then you might You'll, get into it and realize that you've got a whole series of movies the, to, no, to watch. No, there's five films, and yeah. they're, they're amazing. They're all good. I the think. ones in the middle get a little... Mm, no, a they're all good. But the newer ones are really good, and the first one's really good. It's a good series in general. I mean, you might just un- get into something new that you didn't realize that you liked. And they even use... No, The Curse of the Black Pearl, the movie. Yeah. Is at the very end of the movie, Captain Jack Sparrow, Johnny Depp, says, Drink up, me hearties, yo-ho. And that is a... That's huge, a, huge reference from the Disney ride. That's a reference to the song, Drink Up, yep, Me Hardy, Yo Ho. Yep, yep. So that just makes it feel like it's all together. And I know I understand the story is not exactly the same, but it, it kind of is because they're chasing, everyone's chasing after Jack Sparrow, it seems right. like. He's always in trouble. <laughs> He's always in trouble. <laughs> all right, so that was kind of a half and half. You might enjoy it as a first timer. It might help you appreciate it. Yeah. It might help you, you appreciate it. You might have been it. on that ride 10 times. You've never even noticed Jack Sparrow because there's so many pirates. But if you watch that movie, you might understand finally who Jack Sparrow is. Or it might just click right now. You might be listening to this and like, oh, that's why he's like hiding in barrels and all the yep. other pirates are like running around, like having fun. Because Jack Sparrow is always hiding from people, trying not to be in trouble. Yep. 
But all right. So next, we're moving on to Strictly Veterans here. I don't think this is one that a first-timer needs to watch to appreciate the park. I mean, obviously, it's going to help. But there's a couple here that I have, and they're shorts. So Walt Disney for a while was releasing these what we call package films, and it was just a bunch of shorts that different animators had worked on. So it's not one continuous movie for two hours or whatever. It's just like a bunch of maybe a 20-minute short and a 10-minute short and a 15-minute short all put together and released as a full-length feature film. And there's a couple that are directly incorporated into the park. One of mine that I've recently learned to love is Casey at Bat, and it's a short. It's from the feature film Make Mine Music, so if you wanted to see it, it's in there. You can usually find them on like YouTube and stuff, too, the shorts, if you just strictly want to watch yeah. that short, because some, some of the shorts in the package films get a little boring. Like Sometimes you have to fast-forward through some. But there's a restaurant at Magic Kingdom mm-hmm. called Casey's Corner. We talked great. about it on our food episode. Yeah, it's a great restaurant. It has great hot dogs. Yep. Put mac and cheese on your hot dog. It's super healthy. But a lot of people go eat at this restaurant all the time, and they don't even realize that it's actually based off of a movie. It's based off of a short from Walt Disney World. Not Walt Disney World. From, like, a Walt Disney short. The Casey story in general is about – it's a Disney version of this poem, Casey – and it's about his stand to try and win the game for his ta- his. I don't know if it's supposed to be his city or just his team, but it's called Mudville is his team. And it's just all about Casey trying to he's up at bat just trying to be a good baseball player. But it just makes you really appreciate like the theming in there and you understand why it's all themed around baseball and there's stadium seats in there. And you're like, oh, like that yep. makes so much sense. And eating hot dog at the baseball game, yep. you know, it's not just another restaurant. Yeah, it's not just a random theme. On the same note, um, the Pecos Bill Tall Tale Inn, Tall Tale Inn little cafe over in Frontierland that has, yep. like, the burgers and fajitas and it has that little bar over there. Yeah, they got the, the nachos and stuff. Mm-hmm, yeah. Nacho bar. Um, we did not talk about that one on our top food list, no. but it's another great It's a very good, very good It didn't make our top one, but it's still pretty good. That one a lot of people eat at because it's kind of the only restaurant for a little bit over there. Like, there's not a ton. It has the uh, Mex- like a Mexican uh, vibe. Vibe, yeah. yeah. Tacos um, and nachos. It's something a little different than everywhere else in But the it's park. always packed. I mean, there's always a lot of people, and it has a really good little, like, toppings bar, so yeah. a lot of people get a lot of food out of it. But that is also based on a Disney short called Pecos Bill. Um, it was a short released in the feature film Melody Time, and it's all about Pecos Bill. He was raised in the wild, so he's kind of like a wild man, and his best buddy, his horse, Widowmaker. But then everything falls apart when he falls in love with, what's her name? Slewfoot Sue from the saloon. Slewfoot Sue. <laughs> I had to say it right. That's why I had to look it up. Slewfoot Sue from the saloon. And the rest of the short, it's kind of like a battle between Widowmaker the horse and Slewfoot, like for Pecos affection and love. Ooh. <laughs> love triangle. A little love triangle between the horse and the, the woman. So it's just fun stuff like that. You know, now when I go into Pecos Bills, now that I've seen the the short i'm like oh my gosh that's so funny i like see the pecos bill stuff around and it just makes so much more sense so you veterans that have been there a million times these are some things that you might be interested in pumping your kids up while they're watching or you know just things like that makes you appreciate the parks for what those they are, are those are good bit. ones missy really good ones thank you all right do you have another veteran i've movie? got one veteran one okay i think for the veterans that are going to magic kingdom mm-hmm. i think that they need to watch walt before mickey Ooh, that's, that's a, a good, good one. one. That's a good one. Just a classic, like, background of information. Walt. Yep. Of Walt. I think ever since we did the uh, the tour that we did about Walt Disney. The main, it, Marceline to Mar- Main Street. Yeah, that was a good tour, and I really, it kind of went full circle. Mm-hmm. Like, you really appreciated it a lot more. There's just little details that you learn from everything. So Walt Before Mickey is kind of just a history of 
I mean, Walt's life before yeah. he created Mickey Mouse and yep. how many times he failed and yep. how he's created this giant empire that all of us roll our eyes and they're like, <laughs> they charge $40 for a pizza or whatever. But it's like, that's not what it was all about no. when everything started. So, But I love, I, I think that that's a, uh, a great movie for a veteran to watch just because, all right, when you go into the park, the first thing you see is the castle. Mm-hmm. But what's before the castle? The train station. But I'm, well, I'm, I'm talking about once you're already in oh, the Oh, Main Street. Yeah. yeah, there's Main Street there, okay? Mm-hmm. Then what's right after Main Street? The hub? Partners. Oh, partner statue. Partners, and that's before the castle, mm-hmm. and that's how it all started. It all started with the mouse. True. You can't forget that. Oh, right in but, the feels. <laughs> I mean, that's it's true, though. I think also, though, with the train station, too, that's how it started, too. I mean, he was a wall guy on a train and went out to California, and he kind of started living his dream. And Everything he, was he failed. And he, he failed, and he failed, and he and failed, and he failed, and he failed. He worked his butt off. Yeah. There's no doubt about that. And I feel like that, for a veteran, is a must-watch movie just to appreciate how much hard work Walt Disney had to go through. You know, he had to do so much, so many things to to make this giant empire. Empire. <laughs> All right. I agree. Good choice. Definitely watch Walt Before Mickey. And that one's on Netflix, so that one's really easy. Yeah, it is on Netflix. All right. So moving on. We going to Epcot next. We usually yeah, do Epcot, Epcot second. Yeah, Epcot's good. All right, so we kind of spent a really long time in Magic Kingdom, but there's a lot more movies incorporated into Magic Kingdom. It's the best park, that's why. Mm, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No, we all love Magic Kingdom. But all right, so we won't spend so much time on all the other ones. But Epcot, first timers, what should you watch before you go to Epcot? You should, in my opinion, watch Frozen. Yep, that's mine too. There's a ride. The songs are good. You'll understand the characters. But that's like, it's not exactly the, the movie. No, right. it's kind of cool. There's some different things incorporated into the ride. I'm not going to give it well, all away. The characters away. are in different spots. Yeah, and they, much... the characters sing some different songs. It's cool. Yeah. It's a good experience. It's fun. And something that a lot of people don't know is there's also a little part at the end of Frozen, at the end of the ride, that incorporates the short, like the short that starred Olaf yep. and and the one where he got sick and stuff. So make sure you check that out, too. Yep. I chose the same one for the uh, for the rookies, too. I think Frozen's the mainstay one you probably should watch yeah it's the major like this is a movie that's incorporated into a ride there's not a lot of those at epcot even though they're kind of moving that way so see that's how i feel about the veterans too like more so the veterans i feel like are watching the movies just to relate throughout the park more than just the ride exactly so like for mine for the veterans i think you need to watch mulan just because it's china the china pavilion and it kind of gets you in the zone for going to doing the world showcase and the same thing with the beauty and the beast you get to go you, you can relate to France pretty much. And I much. think I didn't put these down, but in the same breath, like, you need to watch Mary Poppins yep, to really Mary appreciate Poppins the UK. Yep, you, need to, you really need to watch, like, The Many Adventures of Winnie the Pooh. Pooh that's same yeah. thing. Yep. Okay. My veteran for Epcot is Take a Wild Guess. My favorite ride. Oh, three the Caballeros. Three Caballeros. And you know what? I feel like so a lot of people have never even realized this is a full-length film. Because, because like, Donald Duck's in it, and I feel like a lot of people just think of Donald Duck as, like, the old he Mickey. He gets pushed to the side. He does. He does. But I feel like people think of Donald Duck as, like, the old Mickey shorts. But he had his own feature film with Jose Carioca and Panchito Pistoles. <laughs> <laughs> and it is a, it's a package, like, of shorts, but it's all about these three characters. And Donald's in all of them. And, well, actually, he's not in all of them. I'm lying. But he's in a bunch of them. Um, the movie is just a good experience of different culture, especially like for its time when it came out. It was just a different 
a total different experience. It's like part live action, part cartoon, all mixed together. So it's pretty cool. And I mean, just those three characters are just so fun. And they one of the things I really love. This is like a total like in depth Disney nerd thing. But usually when Donald's in shorts with like the Mickey pals, they kind of are annoyed by him, and he's like just this guy that they are mad at all the time. But Panchito and Jose Carioca, they like love donald like they're like his buddies and yeah they, they're all buddies yeah they appreciate what he's doing and they appreciate him for his goofiness so it's a good little side gig for donald i like it so watch that movie because the ride's really fun even though a lot of people are like you can skip the mexico ride i don't ever skip the mexico no ride. that's why we go on usually twice <laughs> <laughs> all right let's go with uh, animal kingdom all right first timer what did they watch well i have the same for a veteran and for the first timer okay i, I have avatar i have avatar i ain't that movie is good for a rookie because if you've never watched, you know, obviously you've never watched the movie or you never, sorry, you've never been to the park mm-hmm. and you're going there for the first time and you go into this brand new land and you've never seen the movie. And you have these beautiful be, floating mountains. Yeah, you're, you're like, gonna be like, what is going on here? For a rookie, you need to watch the movie just to get the grip on where you're at, where you're located at. And then also on the ride, you're not going to really understand what you're actually doing on this banshee. Why you're... Even how you even got in the body of an avatar. You're not going to understand that. One of the things that. that I would say a lot of people might miss the connection between... So I also chose Avatar um, for my first timer. I didn't say it was for my veterans. I said no. it was for my first right. timer. And one of the big reasons I said this is because it's not a Disney movie. This is one of the only yep. like, like rides in the park that right now... Yep. I mean, they probably will own Avatar now and the rest of them will be Disney movies. I don't really know. But... Right now, it's not a Disney movie. It's not really probably on everyone's radar. Almost $3 billion in uh, theatrical revenues. How much money they made in the movie theaters. Oh, yeah. It's the this highest, movie was the high, huge. One of the highest, highest grossing films of all films time. Of all time. Mm-hmm. Which I don't think it was necessarily expected. I think that Pirates of the Caribbean was like, they were like very close, but it's all five films. Wow. And Pandora's one Just movie. one film. I know that Pandora, I'll, when it first, not Pandora, I'm sorry, Avatar, the movie, when it was coming out, I know that they were really plugging the graphics. They were really talking yeah, about. Yeah, it was amazing. Yeah, because the first. Groundbreaking. Yeah, it was. Yeah. But anyway, so I said it because one of the biggest things I think people won't understand if they haven't seen the movie. So you're riding on the back of a banshee for the Avatar Flight of Passage ride. Yep. But I think people that haven't seen the movie will think you're going on this and you're actually supposed to be riding it on the back of a banshee and the as rides a, as like a human too. Yeah. yeah. And the, so the rides kind of just telling you like, Oh, here we are. Like, like I'm going to make you feel like you're riding on the back of a banshee. But the coolest part I feel like about this ride, this is a spoiler, I guess if you've never been on the ride or never seen the movie, but whatever, sorry, spoiler. But I think the part that makes it really cool is that it's so well themed to the movie because in the movie you are an avatar feeling yeah. like you're in virtual reality, like your body's not actually there, and that's what the the ride's like, too. You're you're in the ride, basically in virtual reality, feeling like you're somewhere else. Like in the queue for Avatar Flight of Passage, they do transform you into an avatar. But they don't transform you. They match you with an avatar. They match you with an avatar. Yeah. So I think that, I think that if you don't watch the movie and you go on that ride and you're your first-time rider, you're not going to be as appreciative. You're and you're, be an avatar, sorry. You're going to go on this ride and think it's amazing because the graphics are amazing and the ride itself is built really cool. Don't get me wrong. Like, if you don't watch this movie, you're not going to hate the park or hate the ride. Mm-hmm. But I do think, especially in, like, the queue and just understanding how amazing they really did incorporating this movie into this ride is awesome. And the Navi River Journey is a cool ride, too, and 
it's kind of a boring That's kind of how I chose the veteran, mm-hmm. going towards the veterans. I think that if you watch the movie and you understand the characters and you get to appreciate the people in the movie, mm-hmm. not just Flight of Passage, but the Navi River journey, mm-hmm. you're going to appreciate the big animatronic at the end. You're not going to just be like, oh, it's a big giant alien looking thing. Yeah. You're going to really understand who she is and you're going to understand also throughout that land, like the restaurants and stuff, mm-hmm. you're going to appreciate the food a little more. Yep. You're going to be, you're going to actually feel like you're there. To me, the only thing I can compare it to is Harry Potter. The like land, how well themed it is. How well themed it is. Mm-hmm. And if you're not a giant Harry Potter fan, or not, you don't have to be a giant Harry Potter fan, but if you don't watch the movies before you go, you might you, be... You need to be a giant Harry Potter fan. <laughs> you might not understand exactly where you're at or what restaurant this is or why am I eating this food mm-hmm. or why am I on this train going to another park. You may not understand all that. Well, let's get out of Universal because that's going to be a whole other topic. <laughs> yes. We'll be here for another two hours. Yep. So for me, the veterans and the rookies, Avatar. All right. So that was my first timer, my rookie um, suggestion. But for my veteran suggestion... One of the ones that I really think everyone needs to watch, and it's kind of an underrated Disney movie, I feel like. People either love it or they've never heard of it. Up. I, that's a very good one. That was almost my choice for the veterans. So Up is a great movie. All over the park at Animal Kingdom. It's everywhere. everywhere. I don't want to like say it. I don't know. Up is like, if I talk about Up, it doesn't really make sense unless you see the movie because there's so many random things that happen in Up that perfectly go together in the movie, but if I'm just talking about them right now, it won't make sense. But... Up is the basically the major theme of Up is adventure. Like it's about being on an adventure, going and doing an adventure, and that is what Animal Kingdom's really trying to portray. So they've got merchandise from Up. They've got the Up a great bird adventure show. In that show, you're learning about birds, but then there's these random characters from the movie, and if you haven't seen the movie, I feel like you're not really going to appreciate that show at all. It's kind of going to be confusing. You're going to see this like big little uh boy scout looking kid come out and be like why is he here showing me birds you're gonna have a talking dog and you're gonna be like how the heck does that go with anything but so definitely i think you should watch up and i actually had a tie for this one too another one that is more for the kids because i feel like a lot of people our age have seen this movie but it's not really out there for the public and i don't i haven't heard a lot of kids that know about this movie lately is a bug's life yeah, it's another one, yeah. Because the It's Tough to Be a Bug attraction underneath the Tree of Life is a really good ride, and a lot of people love it, but I, a lot of kids go on it, and they love the ride, but they don't even realize that those are, like, real characters. That's, that's kind of a forgotten movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I mean, that ride is very much, you can appreciate it, whether you've seen yeah. the movie or not, because yeah. they do a good job theming it. It's just about, like, bugs in general. But if you know those characters, if you know the relationship between Flick and Hopper, yeah. and you understand, like, Heimlich and his craziness and all that stuff i mean you're really gonna like the ride a lot more so i'd say for veterans that have been there a million times show your kids a bug's life movie watch up as a family up has really blossomed this past couple years here Mm -hmm. that movie actually came out in 2009 yeah and like it's not an old movie but it's older yeah and it wasn't really big when it first came out there wasn't tons of merchandise or anything like that but now it's really getting out there so yeah yeah, definitely watch up and bug's life all right last but not least hollywood studios i've got the same type of deal for hollywood (laughs) studios as i had for animal kingdom i've got one area that i'm choosing for the rookie and for the the veteran okay well i'm guessing it's the same that i chose for my rookie once again so go ahead um i'm choosing toy story land the whole land the whole the rides there so what movie should they watch toy story 
Just the first one? I mean, just if you watch the first one, you'll be fine. I think if you watch the first one, you're going to understand what's going on. You're going to get the gist of it. You're going to know would, the characters. Well, you might have to watch the second one. I was going to say, yeah. because Jesse yeah. and Bullseye don't yeah. come in until yes, Toy exactly. Story 2. Yes, watch so. the second one, too, so... Toy Story and Toy Story 2 would be good ones to watch before. I don't think you need Toy Story 3 necessarily no, to... unless you want to cry. <laughs> True. <laughs> <laughs> want to see a grown man cry? Watch Sam watch <laughs> Toy Story 3. <laughs> All right. No, they I actually, agree. I'm, I actually... I think they actually just released the... Was it a trailer? Or for the, Toy Story yeah, 4. Yeah, yeah. a poster for mm-hmm. it. Yeah, so that's coming out soon, too. But yeah, for the uh, rookies, I'm going to choose Toy Story. Rookies to the park. I, it, that's just confusing because... Not rookies well, to movie watching. Not rookie to well, I guess it kind of is. If you've never watched Toy Story and you've never been to the park and you're going to go to this land, you might be a little lost. You need to do toy watch the movie, movie then go to then the park. Then go to the yeah. park. So when we talk rookies, that's what we're talking here. But um, a big thing that I want to say about Toy Story, I think the rides themselves. I think Disney kind of did a good job. You're going to love the rides whether no you know what, the characters exactly. or not. Yep. The rides have the theme, but they're not reliant on understanding the movie to enjoy them. What you're going to enjoy more is it about well, the the place. That's where I get into my veterans. Yes. See, like the rookies that you're going to enjoy. You're going to if you're a rookie to the park and you watch Toy Story before you go, you're going to understand the characters. Okay. Mm-hmm. You're going to understand. Buzz and Woody and Jesse and all, you know, Rex, all those guys, okay? But for our veterans to understand the new land, the Toy Story land there, Hollywood Studios, and understanding that you are shrunk down to the size of a toy. Right. And Andy's gone away from, he's gone away from the toys. He's away right now. And the toys have came to life. Mm -hmm. If you're a veteran, you'll understand that. Right. But for our veterans, if you don't, or if you think you're a veteran and you don't understand that, you need to watch re- the movie watch again the movie and understand and kinda... the theme. Because I think if you're just a, a, someone who's like, oh, I watched Toy Story like when I was little, and I remember that like it's about toys that come to life when they're when they're like person's gone or whatever. But you get there and you're like, why is Woody like twice Huge. the size of me? Yeah, it's because the theme of the land is that you are shrunk down to the size of a toy. Yeah. It's not that you're like Andy. There's, there's Andy's footprints that are throughout the park there that you can see mm-hmm. that make you realize you are shrunken down to the toy mm-hmm. size besides the woody being huge and buzz being bigger but uh then also there's also a bunch of easter eggs throughout that whole land that the imagineers put in so when you we say easter event. eggs that means just like a bonus little thing that makes you go oh that's a little yeah like reference to the movie so for our veterans i don't know if you want to take pictures or take notes but you can get online you can find out what easter eggs are there's throughout the park throughout the no, sorry, i'm sorry not the park but throughout that land mm-hmm. and you can kind of go through and find them all and we found quite a few when we were there. We didn't spend a whole lot of time doing it, but we obvious ones we found. That's my veterans and my rookie ones. All right, so that was my rookie one. Um, like I said, you'll enjoy the rides even if you don't watch it, but you'll really appreciate the land a lot more if you do, which is kind of the case for everything, of course. But I think that movie in particular is pretty important to the parks right now. For my veterans, I think one of the most important things – for going to Hollywood Studios right now is, and it's a quick one. You can take, it's a short thing. It's not a full-length movie. Watch at least one episode of The Twilight Zone. Yeah, at least one. I think oh. that the ride, the Twilight Zone Tower of Terror, does such a good job theming and making you feel like you're really going into the Twilight Zone. And people that have never watched Twilight Zone or understand what it is are going to enjoy the ride. It's going to be fun. But they're not going to understand why you do some of the things that you do they're not going to understand why you're 
going in the surface elevator necessarily. You're not going to understand why you are going through a little almost like 3D kind of area before you do the drop part. That's like supposed to be you entering a different zone, another dimension. And I think that that's something that a lot of like the younger crowd hasn't seen episodes of that. So they're going to appreciate the ride, but they're not going to feel like they're going into another dimension or whatever because they don't have that background knowledge, you know. To go along with your Twilight Zone, if they don't, if they've never seen the movie, mm-hmm. the Twilight Zone Tower of Terror, the, the, actual, the, actual, the actual movie, they should definitely watch an episode of Twilight Zone. All right, well that about wraps up my movies. Does that? Do you have anything else that you feel like we should suggest? Yeah, I feel like the reason why we're talking about this episode is because we kind of learn from our mistakes, mm-hmm. and we, you know, growing up, you you make mistakes and you figure out what you did wrong, obviously. But um, I think that we spent couple years there where we weren't really watching the movies we weren't ap- be- appreciating them things as much. For what they were we were kind of just going to the park and riding the rides and once you get done with the ride you're like man we should watch that movie and now, then you get home and you're like oh was that on the ride i don't really know and then the next time you go you're like oh my god that ride is so much better when yeah. i have that movie background if you guys watch these movies before you go to these parks you're gonna end up having a better time as a family you're just gonna enjoy it more you're gonna end up appreciating even just the whole park or a land or a restaurant more if you watch these movies before you go right like i mean another one we didn't talk about is tomorrowland the movie mm-hmm. that isn't exactly tomorrowland in magic kingdom but it gives you this background of like you're actually part of the tomorrowland you like, just have this extra little extra little like bit of information that isn't really true or canon or like like anything about the parks but it just makes you like i'm in tomorrowland like in the, the movie, movie. Like, you can feel like you're in the movie almost. Yeah. 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 It's awesome. Yeah. I, I just think you spend so much time getting excited for these trips. Like, you plan this trip at least six months ahead of time. I'd never heard of someone who's planning Disney trips closer than, you know, at least they're a big one, you yeah. know. And usually a year ahead of time. And then you're getting all pumped up for it. But, like, what are you doing to get pumped up? You're talking about it. Like, watch these movies. Like, yeah. get excited for yeah. the rides. Your kids are going to appreciate the rides more if they know the movies. I mean, you know, little kids, they might not have seen Cinderella since they were two or three. And now you're going to the park and they're five or six. And they don't remember those movies. You know, they no. just remember the characters. They don't remember the storyline or the plot. So get them pumped up. Like, have family movie night. Enjoy it. Get yourself ready for these trips. It's so much more than just a couple days of exhaustion and walking. And, and walking in the heat and paying $10 for a water. Yeah, I mean, just people in- look at it that way. But when you appreciate these movies, you got to realize these parks wouldn't be around if we didn't have movies. Right. I mean, some of these rides, like Pirates of the Caribbean, came first before the movies. And they, I understand and some of that. The stuff, that's part of it. Some of it can be standalone, and that's totally fine. But you can't appreciate the parks for all that they're worth if you don't understand these stories and these crazy worlds that have been created from these movies. That's what Walt did. He brought cartoons. Mm-hmm. To life, he made like, people feel like they had a legitimate story mm-hmm. to watch and a legitimate, like human emotions yep. come out in cartoon characters. And you watch these movies and you understand this background, and all of a sudden you have a whole new appreciation for these. Like there wasn't just a park made, and then Mickey Mouse was thought up. Right, Mickey Mouse was actually he was in movies. He's he the was, reason that they was, had money to build a park. Exactly, He's the, you know, it all started with theater. Yes, filming, and that's the reason why we think that you would benefit from watching these movies right whether you're a rookie going for the first time and just learning the characters or if you're a veteran and you need a little reminder of what what you need to get excited for right or something new you didn't see right or a restaurant that you're going to you might have been there a hundred times you've never ate at the 
be our guest. Be our guest. You never eaten at Casey's Corner or Pecos Bills. Or or you've eaten there a million times, but you had no idea they were real characters. So now you can actually watch this or watch those movies and And go back and say, say, oh my God, I have a whole new reason to go to the park. I have a whole new reason to go to Frontierland to eat at Pecos Bills. Or, you know, it's just, it's just fun. It's just fun to understand all the different reasons behind everything. And yeah. All right. Well, I think that about wraps up our episode today. That's a shorter one. We will definitely revisit this theme and we'll go a little more in depth because honestly, when we're sitting here doing this, we could give you a list of 100 movies to watch before you go to the parks. And if you really want. It would take us hours, hours and days (laughs) to go through each ride and do a summary of each one in one episode. So we're going to try to do this ride to movie movie comparison. comparison. But these shows are going to be just based off of one ride in the in the in the movie, like the franchise or yeah. the movie. Like we're going to do probably one whole episode on Pirates of the Caribbean versus the Pirates of the Caribbean and franchise mo- yes. of movies, yes. like just to talk the about the good, the bad comparisons. You know what we they, love, what we don't like, everything. What makes sense in the ride to movie? What kind of is totally separate? All that kind it of just, stuff. You can't fit all every single ride in every movie. Yeah, we can't. It's going to be. You guys, I don't know if anyone follows us on Instagram, getting back to our stuff, but we posted just a tiny little section of our Disney movie collection the other day. And yep. I mean, that's a tiny section and it's like, what, probably 50 movies? I don't know how many there is there. There was a <laughs> lot. A there bunch. was a lot. There was two. So if we were trying to tell you every movie to watch to really appreciate the parks, we'd be talking for days. Yeah. But anyway, I think that that's a good wrap up. Again, follow us on Instagram. We just hit our 500. That's a wrap. <laughs> just hit our 500 follower mark um we're still building that we'll do more we did a giveaway for 500 we'll be doing a giveaway for a thousand when we get there um like us on facebook we've got our facebook page yeah make sure you uh keep an eye out on facebook and on instagram we're going to be trying to go live here in the next couple of days because we're going to be at disneyland, at disneyland. we're heading over to disneyland and yeah, this actually, will be universal. this episode will be released before we're there so yeah actually universal studios hollywood too so yep so uh, make, make sure you keep an eye out because we're definitely going to be going live. Maybe not, you know. It might be a little smoky. There's some wildfires there right yeah, now. Hopefully but. everything's all right. I mean, <laughs> hopefully all right. we're safe. All right. And like us on Facebook, like I said, at Our Dysfunctional Family. Our email is email at ourdysfunctionalfamily.com. You can check us out on iTunes or Google Play. Yeah, we're, out, we're up on Google Play now. It's, Officially. It's, yep, that's working out good. We're not Android users, but I've got some buddies that are. And we, <laughs> we make it sure work, it works. <laughs> All right. Anything else that you need to say to it, Jamie? Nope, I think that's a wrap. All right. Thanks for tuning in. Yep, thanks for tuning in, guys. <laughs>